Hello, I'm Gareth Hall, and welcome to RSN Central's special podcast of our preview show as we look ahead to the Pink Diamond final night at Bendigo in the sport of greyhound racing. And what a night it promises to be. And joining me for this podcast is the number one form expert in greyhound racing, the biggest personality in the sport, the one and the only, Georgie Furucha. Hello to you, George. G'day, Gareth. How are you? Thanks I am for very the rap. well. <laughs> well, you deserve all the accolades that come your way, Georgie. Oh, I'm not sure, mate, You must but, be um, excited about a night like this, the first ever running of uh, the Pink Diamond final night, yeah. and let's hope it's not the last. Well, uh, we've um, got some exclusive news that it won't be the last, yes. Gareth, which is absolutely fantastic. I believe that it is now being put on the racing calendar for 2022, so we'll get to see the Pink Diamond again. I think initially it was going to be a one-off thing because of the um, the uh, turnover windfall um, for people uh, being at home through COVID. Turnover for Grand Racing certainly went through the roof, which because is one positive. Because they're listening to you on RSN 927, RSN Central, Georgie, the team, right? uh, and you were tipping them, all of the winners, and they just followed you in they followed us in but um yeah look that if there was one positive to come out of the pandemic is that the turnover was great and uh, grv decided to put on a um a race for all vic breeders and over six hundred thousand dollars in prize money gareth it's just uh, incredible some of these races have breeders bonuses of over ten thousand dollars and that means the world to some of these breeders and i tell you what a lot of those breeders would just put the money back right into the industry which um just makes us cheesy sports done wonderfully well over the last two years especially and it's come a long way with the way that they've been able to promote the game but some of the trainers and they should be so proud in, in, in what they've been able to do to help promote the sport because some of the superstars that have arrived here in this state especially, and last year when all eyes were on racing and greyhound racing, we had some of the biggest names that this sport has probably nearly ever produced. Simon told Helen, you had the story of Houdini boy, Shimmer Shine, my boy Tigalong Tonk as well. Um, and I'm probably being of um, Whiskey Riot winning a Melbourne Cup and the emotion from Anthony as a party. We're going back a few years now. Hard style Rico. But these are names that have transcended the sport in a little yeah, in, a, in a way where you've got gallops, punters, harness punters, sporting punters that are starting to identify these wonderful athletes now. I think names like um, Simon Told Helen and Shimmer Shine, people that aren't involved in grain racing, know exactly who those two greyhounds yep. are. Uh, and um, I think RSN, um, through your show and other shows, have done a tremendous do- uh, job uh, with that stuff. And we thank trainers for giving us their time, uh, Gareth. I think people understand the importance of, of getting it out there um, with this sport. And uh, well done to GRV for Peter Duncan and her team as well for putting on this um, series because every breeder I've spoken to absolutely loves um, the idea. I think the trainers have embraced it as well because you get an opportunity to win group one level money in some of those races, Gareth, and if not group two or group three with some breeders bonuses that I said usually um, wouldn't be available, especially to some of the lower class greyhounds. So it's going to be a ripper night. Unfortunately, we can't get a big crowd there, but um, hopefully this time next year, wherever it is held, because I think JRV are planning to sort of move it around a little bit through provincial tracks, um, I'm sure we'll get a, a massive crowd uh, ready for another big night of racing. And we can watch it on Facebook Live. JRV do a wonderful job in allowing yep. the the fans to, if we can't get there during this COVID period, um, that we can watch it on, on Facebook Live. And, Georgia, you'll be probably you the main star there. We're part of it with okay. uh, Troy Harley. Jason Adams is a much bigger okay. star than me these days. And uh, I believe we'll, we'll have Brooke Ennis uh, as well, okay. who's a, a terrific uh, Victorian trainer. So it's going to be... Uh, 
over four hours of um, of content uh, looking at all these uh, 12 races, which we're about to bite into geez, now. Geez, Jamie's done well, really, when you think about it. Like, Brooke's a superstar. And then yeah, you talk great to, for the sport. And then you talk to Jamie. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> love bloke. you, Jamie. He's a good bloke, Jamie. He's a great bloke. Now, Georgie, just quickly. So, Vobus Day at Caulfield for the Victorian breeders is one of the biggest days, I think, in Victorian racing because... The, the, the local breeders and the owners and, and the trainers, a lot of the Victorian trainers play a major part on that day and there's so much prize money out for grabs. Um, is one of the most enjoyable days, I think, for mine anyway, on the Victorian thoroughbred racing yep. calendar. Harness racing, Vic Bread, and if you ask most of the participants, Vic Bread is one of the nights that they really look forward to. Yep. It'd probably be the second or third biggest night in the, in the sport. Now, their schemes in a way or their... That those series is that when you buy a yearling at a at a, a sale there or you breed a, a standard bread or a thoroughbred, you start to pay up for a Vova series or a Vic bread series. Yeah. You didn't have to pay up here for the Pink Diamond, but do you think maybe to continue this on, that 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 there will be a similar type of race series like um, like we see in the thoroughbreds and harness racing? Perhaps, and that's what I've liked about what GRV have done in the last 18 to 24 months. So I think they've tried uh, new initiatives, Gareth. I mean, the Phoenix is, what, six months away for us. Um, it's a different type of race again. But, yeah, the fact that they didn't have to pay. And I, I can tell you from, from breeding grounds myself, but speaking to other breeders, the pride they'll get, of especially as the pink diamond grows over the years, hopefully mm-hmm. they pride they'll get of, of producing a pink diamond winner. Um, sometimes outweighs whatever the, the breeders' bonuses are. I've got no doubt, and this is a big call, Georgian, and this is our podcast that we are recording on a Thursday morning. It's about nine thirty. That the pink diamond and the phoenix will become. They will become the biggest races in the country, at least in the top five for mine. That would be unbelievable. But definitely yeah. in the top five in this state. Yeah, I think the night as a whole, the Pink Diamond night, will probably, hopefully... Especially in this state, yeah. Yeah, be up there with the Mel- with Melbourne Cup night, Australian yep. Cup night, Top Gun night, these type of nights. So, yeah, look, it's it's really exciting. And to have only Vic bred greyhounds in it, um, and you can tell the quality on offer as we go through these races, Gareth. Let's get stuck into the preview. Now, the favourite, the sixty favourite, is often gone unbeaten at the moment for Kayla Cottrell. Talking about rising stars that is putting this sport on the map is Kayla Cottrell. What a superstar she is. She's got another smart dog in her kennel, off and gone, is unbeaten. So that greyhound, well, he's at a dollar sixty to kick off the night in the, the Pink Diamond Maiden Short Course Final. You have Diamond Ability at $5.50. Ashton Amigo for Glenn Rounds at $5. And this could be the start of a big night for, for the Rounds kennel. And then Distinguished at $7.50. What, uh, what's popping? the first reserve at the moment? is at $9. How do you assess the opening event? Yeah, look, it's hard to go past off and gone on the back of his 22-22 win at Warrigal. I believe that's the fastest maiden win ever. Uh, Gareth, he's drawn well. He showed good speed in his two wins. He's a half-brother to Fernando Bluey, of course, who is an absolute jet out of the boxes especially. So, um, yeah, look, it, it's just hard to go past off and gone. I think the 425 will suit. A couple of the grey, a couple of the greyhounds drawn out wide, I think, have got big futures. I think Mapunga Grace is going places. Liked her win at Ballarat last start. And Diamond Ability was impressive on debut at Shepparton and running 2181 at a dollar fifty favourite. So uh, a couple of these are, are going to have some nice futures, but off and gone, um, if he runs anything like his Warrigal win, will be very very hard to beat. So your numbers there, you 
off and gone on top, definitely, and maybe... Is it Diamond Ability in for second? Aston Amigo? Uh, Diamond Ability and Mapunga Grace for sure. Yeah, Aston Amigo thereabouts too. As I said, I've got a little bit of time for Mapunga Grace. So I think she's a greyhound going places, but yep. uh, yeah, hard to beat the red. All right, then. Let's have a look at race number two on the program. This is the Pink Diamond Maiden Sprinter final over the 500. Webleck Raider, Andrew Langton and Jeff Brisson could also have a big night at the office here. This Greyhound, well, he's unbeaten. He's two from two. He led all of the way at Ballarat the other day. He went 25-32. He gets box one. He ticks a few boxes. And it could be another favourite here. Saluting, you would imagine, Georgie. Yeah, again, um, one of the better Greyhounds in the race has drawn well off box one. Different... um start for these greyhounds it's on a little bit of a corner start here at bendigo over the 500 so you're going to want to begin cleanly gareth um sometimes having box one you can get squeezed up if you miss the kick a little bit but webleck raider has had two starts and he's began pretty cleanly on both occasions got him on top here again the wide greyhounds um are the ones that i think are the dangers untapped ability has done nothing wrong in his two wins so far really impressive on debut and he's been very short so clearly um, Anthony has a party. He's got a big opinion of this greyhound. Uh, number eight, Ruffiano. Uh, his two wins at Warrigal have been really impressive. And again, another one that can show a little bit of speed, which you need to do off a wide draw here at Bendigo. A lot of these greyhounds are only starting off in their career and they'll only get better and better. But Webleck Raider certainly got a career um, beyond uh, to, into the metropolitan tracks, that's for sure. So race two, number one is our tip. Seven and eight uh, for the miners. All right, then let's hear from Angela Langton about the chances of the odds on favourite. Webleck Raider. Yeah, he certainly has, Gareth. He's probably drawn really well in uh, box one, which is where you want to be there. It's a little bit of a tricky track. You know, it starts on a bend, but hopefully he can begin well. He's um, very young and hasn't had a lot of experience, but he's, uh, what he's done today has been terrific. So I think he looks like he's going to be a really smart pup. So hopefully he can have a little bit of luck, and if he can find a lead early, he's pretty strong. So I think he'll um, be hard to beat. Let's move on to race number three here, George. It's the Pink Diamond Rookie Short Course Final and the favourite rebellious for Jason Thompson. This Greyhound's won his last three. He was dominant there at Warrigal. He's been to Bendigo and he's been impressive there. He does look the one to beat. Can you find a dog to beat him on Friday night? Well, not not if he begins cleanly. Yeah. I mean, as we said, seven starts, six wins. The times he's recorded, Gareth, are as good as anything going around. 22-28 at Warrigal last start. 23-61 at Bendigo, as you had mentioned. Shows really good early speed. He's by Barsha Bale out of a sister to poke the bear. I mean, pedigree-wise, he's just an absolute blue blood um, bred by Darren and Michael Puglio for Jason Thompson, and they've had so much success, that combination, for a long period of time. Of the others, Gareth, I think Mapunga Knight's racing as well as he ever has. He's got a little bit more experience up his belt. He's, this is start 30 for him. Uh, he's won his last three. 22-22 at Geelong last start. He's absolutely flying. Box draw is a little bit of a concern. Number four, Soda Prince, is another one, Gareth, we want to highlight. 24-55 at sale four starts ago. Um, was a very fast win. Another one by Aston DB. Um, going really well. Has got exposed form here and good exposed form at Bendigo. So, yeah, look, rebellious. He'll be hard to beat. Um, but as we said, the number six uh, Greyhound, uh, Mapunga Knight and yep. Soda Prince are, are ones to look out for. Let's hear from Jason Thompson, the trainer of Rebellious. Been a, he's been a bit of a surprise packet, to be honest. Um, he, he showed quite a bit before he raced, but it, um, I, I actually didn't think he'd get to where he's got to as quick as he has. So, um, yeah, to see him progress and probably from every run that he's had, he's probably just found a little bit um, into his next race. So we're really pleased.
played for this um, heat win at Warrigal. Uh, you know, he'd already been to Bendigo and, and won at Bendigo the previous week, so he's had the advantage of you know being to Bendigo and and um, and winning there. So hopefully he can just keep doing what he's been doing. And once again, Jeff Britton and Andrew Langton are well represented in one of these finals. And of course, uh, Jeff Britton trades Bapunga night. But let's hear from Andrew Langton to see what she says about the chances of that greyhound. Yeah, he's going super at the moment. He had a, a little injury and had a bit of a spell and he's come back, you know, better than ever. So he's got a lot of confidence at the moment. He's racing with great confidence. And I think, again, if he can begin well and put himself in the race, I think he can be very hard to beat as well. Race number four is the Pink Diamond Rookie Distance Final. Now, this is over the 660 metres and another one for Jeff Britton and Andrew Langton and Mpunga Ruby into a $1.65 Royal Deed at 550. And uh, those are the only two greyhounds at the moment under double figures. You know the Langton. In fact, I forgot about Major Sacrifice for Jason Thompson, which we're about to hear from once again at $4. Jeff Britton, Angela Langton, obviously training partnership. Um, but how do they choose which greyhounds go in whose name? <laughs> I think Jeff gets the best one. Okay, does he? <laughs> I think so. Yep. But uh, nah, look, they, they've got a, a fantastic and, and successful partnership. And I think they've got a greyhound here, Gareth, in Mapunga Ruby, who we're going to see a little bit over 700 metres as she goes along in her career. Certainly got the X factor with some fast times over 500, but every time she stepped up, she's uh, rose to the challenge. Her win against Major Sacrifice was very good, uh, trailing that greyhound early and then uh, went past him uh, in the straight at Shepherd, and that was a tough run. And everything about her screams stayer going forward, and I think that the other beauty with her is that she can show a little bit of early speed, Gareth, and I think uh, she's going to be one to look out for. Major Sacrifice was really good as well. He got beaten two lengths by Mapunga Ruby, showed some good speed. And Royal Deed um, is looking for four wins uh, on the trot. And I know you've got a little bit of time for Royal Deed. Yep. His win at Ballarat uh, was really impressive against Jump Into Action. He led them a merry dance and gave nothing else a chance. So I just think, I don't think he's in the same class as Mapunga Ruby, but certainly a place hope, I think, there. But really hard to see her getting beat, Mapunga Ruby. In Each way all day, Royal Deed, Georgie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, show some more respect, please, to my <laughs> on-top selection. There you go. Um, I love Joey Ball. Good trainer. Great trainer. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me this just quickly. We'll, we won't go off track too much, but this is a fascinating night for punters to work out because when you talk to the pro punters in greyhound racing, some of them just enjoy betting on certain tracks. But for this particular series, they've come from everywhere around different provincial tracks to qualify. Yeah. How difficult has that been to do the form, especially for the lightly race greyhounds to try and weigh up, okay, um, times at Warrigal compared to Bendigo. Yeah. Can you just explain that to the, the, the punters out there that might not know the difference in, in, in the tracks? Yeah, because they all qualified in, on different provincial tracks. It's yep. probably a little bit harder to line up, but for the pro punters, they would have enough form to to go by off, off previous runs to, to sort of line everything up. So I, th- I think that um, gives us a chance to get some value, Gareth. Yep. Um, uh, and and some of these ones, like off and gone early, I, I think we're just taking on trust that he's going to run up to what he did at Warrigal, his home track. Can he replicate that at Bendigo? So, yeah, it, that's an interesting point. Um, but I think uh, there's been some market moves which suggest that uh, pro punters are, and punters alike are pretty keen on a couple and are happy to dig in. Let's hear from Andrea Langton once again, who is chatting about her partner's Jeff Britton's greyhound, the odds-on favourite, Mapunga Ruby, in uh, the Pink Diamond Rookie Distance Final. And, of course, Mapunga Ruby is the $1.65 favourite. Yeah, look, her run in the heats was just enormous. Um, Jeff stepped her up over the distance. The mother 
could run 700 metres and, you know, she did it in great style. Her time was excellent and she just ran away from, a, you know, a good dog that ran second to her. So she looks, like, really exciting, you know, coming up for the staying races and it's going to be exciting just to see how far she can run. But I think, the, you know, 660, 700 metres is definitely going to be her go and, you know, it looks like she's really well suited. And Jason Thompson has Major Sacrifice. Once again, the second favourite behind a Britain runner, of course, Major Sacrifice, is the $4 chance. I think he's got a leader, clearly. He had a good lead on her at Shepparton. Um, she pegged him back. He's probably um, probably 6.20, is is his best distance. And, you know, I think if, if he does lead and she sits on him like she did at uh, Shepparton, she will run him down. Race five, this is a beauty, Georgie. I tell you what, this this is why we love Greyhound Racing, because a contest like this. What a cracker. The Pink Diamond Champion short course final over the 425. They will go quick. You've got Aussie Secret. Hopefully he doesn't take out half the field drawn one, because he likes to get wide, Georgie. Shimmer Classics, a star at $2.40. Oriental Ambus doing nothing wrong at $6.50. And then Ferdinand Boy. At $2.40 is the equal favourite with Shimmer Classic. Now, which way are you going? Because this race now is fascinating for mine because of the the red dog. We all know that Aussie Secret, if he jumps, he'll go crash bang out wide. Yes, he'll like to use a little bit of the track. And I think that's why Shimmer Classic is the odds she is. I know she's circling around being favourite, but... I think Ferdinand Boyd, because of his box draw, Gareth, is going to be able to get a good enough run from out there. He's got the runs on the board at this type of level. His record off wide draw, his record from everywhere is good, but from wide draws especially is very, very good. And I think he can get the job done. The amount of speed in this race, Gareth, is is quite frightening, to be honest. Um, Two uh, track record holders in Oriental Amber, who held the track record, and sorry, Benchester held the track record, and Oriental Amber broke it at Shepparton. Both of those greyhounds racing in very, very good form. And that was a cracking uh, race between those two at Shepparton. Shimmer Classic, she's hit or miss at Boxer Eyes. We've seen that at the Launching Pad Series. So um, going to be very interesting to see how she goes on that first corner. Even if she misses it a little bit and Aussie Secret beats her out, Gareth, she's got an opportunity then to drive underneath yep. um, if, he, if he does use a little bit of the track. but uh, She's probably best if she does miss it a little bit. Yeah, but... Um, again, then you don't want Ferdinand Boy getting three or four in front because you're not going to catch him. No. So, quality, quality race. But I've I've um, I've leaned towards Ferdinand Boy only because I just think he's a greyhound that um, gets the job done in these type of races. Yeah. If he wins his prize money, goes over a quarter of a million dollars from only 38 starts, so 39 starts. Sorry, so he's an absolute gun. Got him on top. Can't leave out Shimmer Classic. Um, and obviously uh, the greyhound of box one, Aussie Secret. But yep. it is there is talent everywhere. Let's hear from David Gill, the trainer of Ferdinand Boy. So Shimmer Classic, if um, it's, it steps and, and leads, it'll be hard to beat. But an Aussie Secret and Oriental Lambie, you know, it's just red hot. But he's used to racing against those dogs, and and he's, he has had, unfortunately, he has had the knack of being able to head them all off. So we're hoping tomorrow if he just steps at least, at worst, if he steps with them, I would still expect him to to really go and and take the lead. And if he leads, I think he should be right. He'll probably be the best tomorrow night that he's been for since the Warnable Cup heat uh, and the match race that he was in. Uh, I think he's probably at his he's going to be at his best tomorrow. Uh, the, the you know that he's been since the last month.
And here's Jason Thompson once again talking about Aussie's secret from the red. You know, his he, heat when Geelong was really good. Obviously, he drew where he wanted to in box eight. He just seems to keep drawing box one in good races where he can handle the, the inside, but when you get a cracking field like this, um, yeah, you just can't make any mistakes, and he's going to have to absolutely ping the lids because there's just speed everywhere. But if he does manage to lead him around the first corner, he'd certainly give him something to catch. Let's have a look at the Pink Diamond Champion distance final over the 660. Five-star odds on favourite, rising star in the sport of the staying ranks. Paula Bella does a wonderful job. One of the great characters, I think, of Greyhound Racing. Into a dollar eighty now, this Greyhound. Grace's Spirit at seven fifty. Mapunga Warrior at five dollars, and then Cassis Bally for young Ned McDonald at four dollars. Here, how have you worked out this race, Georgie? Uh, look, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, five stars uh, wins more recently have been outstanding. His run behind Hank the Hustler in that uh, Cup Night uh, Stayers race was outstanding. Then he took out the Speed Star in very impressive fashion in forty one fifty. Um, I think he prefers a wide draw. I think he's going to be incredibly hard to beat if he can sit uh, close enough. There's a little bit of speed in this race. And since we spoke, Gareth, I was keen on whatever I say at around the $13 mark. And I think she's out to $15 now. So That's disrespectful. And off the leash on Tuesday morning, you were talking up this greyhound and has it drifted, Georgie? I hope I'm right. I just think she's going to lead the race and then they're going to have to catch her, Gareth. So um, a, a very interesting runner, whatever I say. I think she's going places over, over this distance and a little bit further. She does get a little bit tired towards the end of the line, but you know what it's like in grain racing, Gareth. You want to just get out and go, yeah. and if there's trouble behind you, I think she's my clear second pick. Mapunga Warrior is certainly an X factor. He's the brother to Mapunga Ruby, who we spoke about uh, earlier. Some of his runs at Sandown have been outstanding. And the Greyhound we own, Cassis Bally, is just going to drop out last, and hopefully he gets a couple of runs in the races, uh, Gareth. Uh, he uh, he just flops out, and uh, he'll power to the line, Cassis Bally. So hopefully we can finish in the top three there. But very hard to beat five-star if he can get clear running. Just another superstar greyhound that you own these no, days, George. No, I wouldn't say superstar, mate, but he's been a handy type, and hopefully he can get the job done. 75,000 jumps in if you win. Yeah, it would be great. And we bred the greyhound, so a little bit of a breeder's bonus, which would be awesome. But, um, yeah, Jeez, look. The richer get richer. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, let's hear from Paula Bellow. He trains, of course, the, the greyhound that you have to beat, Georgie, in five-star. I think he's one of the best dogs in the race, but best dogs don't always win. You need a bit of luck, but... We've drawn where we want to be, and um, I couldn't have asked for a better week. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident. Where do you think he gets to in the run? Oh, I mean, I'm hoping when, when we go through that first corner, I'm, I'm sitting second or third. Yeah. How good can he be, Paul? That's a million-dollar question. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. Honestly, but he's, from where he's come from to where he's now, I've believed in the dog. From a long way ago, I've been telling everybody how good the dog the dog is, but you just don't know how good they can turn turn out to be. But you're confident tomorrow night he can win. Dollar yeah, 80. very. Put him in our mouldies. Yeah. Dollar, yeah, put him in the mouldies. So very confident. And once again, here's Angela Langton speaking on behalf of the Jeff Britton camp with Mapunga Warrior. Yeah, he does. He's a brother to Mapunga Ruby and. You know, I think um, with a little bit of luck, if he can find it anywhere near the front, he's, he's exceptionally strong as well. And, you know, it could be a nice race for him. He's doing well near the fence. And, um, you know, he hasn't been over that distance much, but I think uh, he will eventually run it out again. He's bred to run it out. And, 
he definitely gets home very well over 500 at Sandown, and I think, you know, that sort of race will suit him. Race number seven, George, the Pink Diamond rookie sprinter final. And uh, Cobb Lenz is at $2, dominates the betting. 18 starts, 13 wins. David Gill prepares, and uh, he has been in blistering form. Um, he just keeps on winning this greyhound. Lala Kiwi at $8.50 here. Aston Fastnet at $2.90 for Jason Thompson. Are you with this favourite to do it again? Yeah, look, because he's so safe out of the boxes, you know, and you need to be off this 500 metres. Just quickly, Garth, seeing that it's a Vic Bread event and we're talking about breeding. Cobb Lenz is by Fernando Bale out of the former champion Uphill Jill. Now, there's always been this theory, and I suppose it happens in the gallops as well, that the really, really good females don't go on and produce good dogs themselves. Well, it's rare if you did a study, and we've seen it with Black Caviar recently, yeah, um, Maccabi Diva, I correct. suppose. Yeah. Uh, Uphill Jill was it was one of the greats, and she has thrown an absolute star, probably one that's as fast as what she was. Um, look, he's got a long way to go to reach the heights that she did. She won Golden Easter Egg. She won Top Gun. She was an absolute gun. But um, he's heading in the right direction. He's absolutely flying with eight wins on the trot. He can show good early speed. He's got a greyhound on his outside in Rockabye Bear, who is an immense talent. But he's not always the best away. So I think Cobblings can take advantage of that. Lala Kiwi, I think, is going to be his danger because she um, has broken five seconds to the first mark at the meadow. So she could be off and gone. And we know on these corner starts it can be a little bit of trouble. Aston Fastnet, an interesting runner. When, when the box draw comes come out, they probably would have thought, God, you know, box six, which isn't a great draw on that corner start. Don't get me wrong. But the Greyhound in box five earned the answers, does like to look for the fence. So Aston Fastnet... Might get that, that room to move in that all-important first 20 metres, Gareth. But, look, again, really hard to go past Cobb Lenz, the way he's yeah. racing at the moment. He's just been in, in, in superior form. Let's hear from David Gill, the trainer of Cobb Lenz. Yeah, I'd expect him to go real good, of course. Um, he, he's very reliable, I will say. He's about 95%. Uh, he's going to jump. He's, got, he's a bit like his mum, uphill Gill, uh, and the father, I suppose, Fernando Bale. They just jump, and this guy's doing it. He's so he's just such a nice dog to have. We're really, really excited about him. Uh, we acknowledge, you know, uh, Aston Fastnet, of course, and, and, and a few of the others. If they get some of those, get a, a close crack. Um, you know, they're very strong dogs. This guy's pretty strong too. He's won three in Melbourne, but Coblenz, he, he he can open up. Similar to Ferdinand Boy, or virtually the same as Ferdinand Boy. He's got that. Speed, you know, when when we when he won at the Meadows, he went seventeen sixty, and trainers know that, and, and judges will know that seventeen sixty at the Meadows is, is very very fast. And if he can do that at Bendigo tomorrow, uh, just step out with him and then go, um, and then run that really fast three hundred to four hundred meter split. I, I gather he's going to get a bit of a break on them. Uh, the only query I've got. Is the jumping on the bend? He hasn't done that um, on that uh, 500 metre start at Bendigo. He, ha- he hasn't been there. He has won over 4:25, but uh, that's the, the the. But he is quick out on saying that he is that fast out that we expect him to sort of slide up on the fence. And he's Jason Thompson once again with his thoughts regarding Aston Fastnet's chances. Very good race. Um, very strong field. I mean, the dog of Dave Gills off the red Koblenz is absolutely flying. Can't see it not leading. And for us to win from box six, we're going to have to jump as good as he can. He's a very, very quick dog, but um, I think he'll absolutely have to 
again as good as he ever has, and and that won't uh, have him leading either. So he's gonna if he's gonna win, he's gonna have to sit second and and run a very good dog down. Um, whether that can happen, I don't know. So it's a beauty. So you're with Coblands once again, Georgie. Yeah, yep. so yeah, I think he'll be hard to beat. He'll he'll lead them, and then it's a matter of whether he can hold off Aston Fastnet if he's close enough. All right, then get set for the heavyweight championship of the night, the Pink Diamond Champion Sprinter Final. Um, in the red corner, you've got Shimmer Shine. I think the eight day break will hold him in good stead. We all know that he's not one of the greatest greyhounds to back up, but if he has a little bit of space in between runs. Good luck beating him on his night. Ashton Rupee's the new kid on the block and the and the bookies at the tab. They can't split them at the moment at $2.50 apiece. Catch the Thief, box three, $5.50. Gypsy Yankees done nothing wrong at $8. And then double figures for the rest of the field here, Georgie. Now, are you going with the, the Greyhound that's been there, done that on a consistent basis against the best dogs in the land over the last year or so? Or you're with Aston Rupi, who's what the rising star of the sport that is running times that you just have to check your clock watch again and say, <laughs> how does he do that? It's a bit of a Sophie's choice for me. I yes. love both of them, but I, I'm sticking with Shimmer Shine. I know the theory about him off wide draws. He does like to use a little bit of the track, but I don't think he's a greyhound that, that pushes right off the track and causes a lot of trouble. I think if you'll see the gap, he'll take it. We all, we'll know in the first 50 metres, Gareth, if he begins cleanly, I don't think they can catch him. If he jumps to the front, he's proven over his career that he just runs best of time nights. Um, Aston Rupi, what an absolute young star. But this is clearly his biggest challenge now, Gareth. Um, and where um, a couple of the others are drawn, he's going to face his challenges here. Let's not forget Catch the Thief led in that Harrison Dawson and just got run down by Tigalong Tong. That showed the brilliance of Jason Thompson as a trainer in a way. I was yeah. watching that race and I thought, like, no one had him with their speed maps catch the thief jumping to the front. No. And once he found the front, you thought, well, it's all over nearly. That was the catch the thief when he first started. Catch the thief yep. what showed that sort of speed. But he, he sort of become a little bit more dour to that first corner. But Jason, why, that's why he's rated as one of the best trainers in the country, no doubt. He was able to get him out. And I think Jason realised that the only hope from Box 5 that day was to get him out and go. Now, if he does that again, he's in this up to his ears. Hey, while we're talking about catch the thief, let's hear what Jason Thompson has to say about his chances. Look, he's going really well. Um, he's now really back into racing where he's, you know, before we got him, he'd had a couple of little uh, injury setbacks and we had a mishap with him in Sydney through the Easter egg, but he's sort of strung together probably five or six races in a row. He's starting to harden up and really get back into that racing groove again. I think he's got a really good chance. Um, whoever wins the race, because it's a very strong field with, you know, you've got... Uh, Shimmer Shine off box one, Aston Rupee off two, uh, Ware off three, uh, Gypsy Yankee, I think he's drawn out in five or six. Um, yeah, there's a host of chances, but I think it's crucial. Whoever's going to win it, I think it's going to go straight to the front, be in front, down the back straight, and um, obviously if it's a dog's of the calibre of Catch the Thief, Aston Rupee, Shimmer Shine, you can't run him down. So we're hoping he begins and obviously hoping he leads. So there you go, George. He's relying on a little bit of luck against the, the two stars, but he can definitely win. 
star greyhound. The other yeah. one we want to mention is Dream Wizard because of his consistency over country cups in the last, you know, three to four months. He's been unbelievable. He was unwanted in betting last week. He finished two and three-quarter lengths behind Aston Rupi at $23. I know he's drawn poorly, but he rarely runs a bad race, and he's, he's probably some each-way value Dream Wizard. But again, there's so much quality in this race. I cannot wait for 9.28 p.m. for this Pink Diamond Champion Sprinter Final. And you're a shimmer shine to win at $2.50 with the tab. Race 9 is the Pink Diamond Princess Final over the 500. And uh, we have Sweet Petit. Is that how you say it? Sweet Petite. Petite, yes, at $2.30. Mapunga Gertie at $3.80. And then Crack and Candy next best at $7.50. And Irene's a star. If it gains a start, it's a big chance. Yeah, well, it can run. Yeah, it's gone very quick at Ballarat. I like one at odds here, Gareth. Um, Number seven, Taylor's Jewel. $23 still. $23 mark. Um, 500 metres is a query. Yes, it is. She will get a little bit tired. But what I'm hoping is she just gets out and goes. Her win, her run at Warrigal was pretty good last week. Uh, got defeated by Aston Rosa, but it was a, a good little effort. Look, sweet petite, if she sits behind um, Taylor's Jewel and, and, and co, I think she'll be hard to beat. Her runs at Ballarat in her last two starts are outstanding. Mapunga Gertie brings uh, a little bit of class to the race. Um, she's a very talented greyhound on her night. Boxstraw has done her absolutely no favours. She can be a little bit hit or miss at Boxstraw. So sweet petite, hard to beat, but I'm on Taylor's Jewel at the 23s. Okay, I like it. I'm on too. I followed you in the other day. And, um you will be the king. Don't worry about that. Dean Lester, statue here, Hall of Famer at RSN 927. <laughs> but if you can deliver those two each way specials there, Georgie, on Friday night, we're on. Dean Lester would, would share the stage with you. Absolutely. In fact, I might get Dino's tips for Friday night. He loves his greyhound racing. Absolutely. And you need to find him a dog, by the way. Yeah, let's do yep. it. Let's You're meant it. to be finding me a dog, RSN Central. We've got a few with the draft that we're flying. <laughs> yeah, we do. We'll get you uh, one. Yeah, we yeah we desperately need one because we want to be competing in the pink diamond. You want to shimmer shine, don't you? 100%. Maybe yep. a tonk. Yep, yep. absolutely. Um, so there we go. We've had a chat about the ninth. The 10th is the pink diamond veterans final. This is the greyhound. Or this is the race that Georgie, if it was a human race, you'd probably be at the top of the market like Speedstar <laughs> at $1.55 for the daily camp. Yeah, look, uh, getting on in years, Speedstar, just like myself, mate. But um, he's had 111 starts, Gareth. He's won 46 of them. Uh, I know the owners, uh, Sonia and Craig Davis, they're lovely people, and they've had an absolute ride with this Greyhound team. Daly's done a terrific job with Speedstar. He's a little bit on the short side here. I think Say High off box two um, represents some value here, Gareth. He's won his last two. One of them came in 22.47 at Geelong, and that's not to suggest that Speedstar can't run that. At his best, he would have. but uh, I think Say High is in this up to his ears, um, uh, going for three in the, three in a row. In informed kennel too, Tina Wyman getting a few winners of late. But um, I think it's between those two greyhounds. I think Kilpatrick is a little bit of a play as well off box five, but um, hard to go past those two greyhounds because they, when they're racing at their best, they show some really good early speed, and both of those dogs have done so in the, in the lead-up to this race. So you're just with this odds on favourite? I'm going to have a play on Say Hi yeah. on number two. Yeah, I yeah. just think uh, at his odds, um, he's won in town recently. He does get a bit tired these days, but over the 4.25, it should suit him down to the ground. Let's hear from Jason Thompson. He prepares Kalinda Patty. It's the dollar twenty-five favourite in race 11, race 11, the Pink Diamond Challenger Sprinter Final. Oh, look, I wouldn't say just win. I mean, you only got to look at her form to tell you she can mix it up a little bit, but we've only had it for the one start. Everything she's done prior to racing since we've got her has been really good. She ran how she's been trialling in her first race at Geelong for last Friday. 
Um, but from box four, on a bench start, she's going to have to do everything right. But she's very, very talented. And um, if she can find the front, she's very strong. And as I say, she's got a lot of ability. So that greyhound should just basically win, you would imagine? Yeah, look, if it runs up to what it did in its heat, uh, Gareth, it ran 25.81 at Geelong. It gave nothing else a chance. It was it was too good, and uh, I think it'll be hard to beat. The other greyhound I want to mention is King of All off box one. It, it can show some early speed, and its last couple of runs have been pretty good, so it might uh, have a bit of a say here, but, uh, yeah, look, hard to go past Kalinda, Paddy. You can't believe that Jason Thompson's competing in a race like this. This greyhound first up for his kennel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but you know what? It, it fit the, the guidelines of, of its grading, and yep. um, obviously the Tyler family who own the Greyhound uh, will get a big thrill if Kalinda can get the job done. And Ashton Lights at $2.50, Elliot Ness at three eighty. They are fighting out favouritism in race 12, the Pink Diamond Challenger short course final. The Pink Diamond should finish with the Pink Runner winning, I think. Aston Resort, I'm pretty keen I on it. I forgot here. about Aston Resort. Yeah, 23.77 PB here. Yes, that was a couple of months ago, Gareth, and its recent form isn't great, but its last two runs have been okay. Um, it's got solid records off wide draws, and I'm happy to, to finish the night with Aston Resort. All right, then. What a wonderful night it promises to be there at Bendigo, Friday night Greyhound Racing, Pink Diamond final night. Um, we can watch it on Sky Racing. We can listen to it on RSC 927, but we can watch a comprehensive coverage and an extended coverage on Facebook Live on the GRV website. Is that right, Georgie? Yeah, we'll be out there freezing, yeah. but um, we cannot wait to, to, to bring that. You uh, get to all the good gigs. I wish I was you sometimes. Like, I'll be stuck at home in South Melbourne. Um, I might go to the Emerald or maybe the Rising Sun to watch it. doesn't sound like a bad uh, evening, to be fair. Yeah. I think you're going all right, mate. $200 uh, staking plan, Georgie. How do we do this? Yeah, look, I think we'll go for the two shorties earlier on, Gareth. Race one, number one, and race four, number four. Whichever way you want to play those two. And then I think we'll look for some value. So I think we go maybe... I think we go a hundred dollars all up on on the, yeah. those two favourites to kick it off, and then twenty five each way on the best value runners. Or oh, we've got to say, or do you, do you know what, Georgie? I think that you're so confident with Aston Resort, so we put that greyhound in our multi. All right, we'll throw it in. Yep. So that's race twelve, number eight. So maybe we go a parlay two three there yeah, for a hundred dollars, and then. Or maybe a hundred and fifty, and then go twenty five dollars the win on the two roughies. Hey, I think yeah, let's let's do that. I think whatever I say is the each way special of the night, Gareth. And from thirteens is blown out to fifteens. I might might be missing something. She might not have the class of five star and Mapunga warrior, but I think she'll lead the race. And if yep. she leads around that first corner, Gareth, at fifteen dollars. Uh, and as we said uh, on Off the Leash on, on Tuesday, I thought Jimmy Redenback has handled this brilliantly. He gave her a start over the 660 at Bendigo. She won it. Yes, it was in easier company, but I think uh, she's had a really good preparation for this series. And at $15 each way all day for whatever Race I say. Race six, Greyhound number four, whatever I say. So I like the confidence there. So maybe we go 25 each way on her then. Yeah, and then a little bit of a play when we get to race nine on number seven, uh, Taylor's Jewel at $23 and four sixty. Gareth, they're, they're probably going to be the players if you're thrown in Aston uh, Select yep. uh, at, at, at the end uh, so with we'll that parlay. 25 each way with those two greyhounds at a price, and then we'll go the $100 parlay. We'll go parlay. Three, they'll all yeah. win. Race yeah. one, number one, race four, number four, race 12, number eight. Hey, well done to Greyhound Racing Victoria. Um, they're an organisation that are thinking outside of the square, trying new things. Pink Diamond Night, Phoenix Night. And that just blends in nicely with some of the other great racing they have around the, the, the calendar. So 
well done, prize money's up because people are punting on the sport because the participants are putting on a great show. So they're getting rewarded for the the, the show that they're delivering at the moment. So well done. Um, Georgie, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, let's hope we can get a winner, Gareth. Um, yeah. You'll be sitting in the Emerald uh, cheering everything home. But, uh, yeah, look, it's a great night of racing. Again, yeah, kudos to, to GRV for putting it on. And the great news is it'll be back next year. Yeah, at the pub. I know Georgie Furridge, this is the tips. Yep, they come up. <laughs> What's Georgie like, they say to me. Do they? Yeah. I must come for a beer one day you with will. you, mate. Um, you should, mate. We would love to have you in South Melbourne. Good on you, Georgie. Thanks for that. Thank you, mate. And thanks for your company on RSN Central's special podcast of our preview of this wonderful night of chasing action there Friday night at Bendigo, the first ever running of uh, the Pink Diamond Finals night. Have a wonderful day wherever you are around the country and good punting on Friday night.